0: South East Radio's morning mix
1: South Radio Good morning and thanks for having us
0: Not at all, I'd like you to look uh, at where you're coming from on this please, you believe that you've waited long enough to have your rights fulfilled and they're far from fulfilled at the moment so can you shed some light on what your main concerns are please
1: Absolutely, thank you and thanks for giving us an opportunity to discuss this in advance of Budget 2024 um, as usual at Inclusion Ireland, we run a pre-budget survey where we reach out to our members Um, and people that we interact with, people with intellectual disabilities and family members. Um, And we had well over 600 responses to our survey um, and the findings of that paint a stark picture of the reality of the lived experience of people with intellectual disabilities across the country, um, both children and adults. Um, I suppose the top priorities for people with intellectual disabilities themselves are around housing and independent living support, the poverty that people face, money and the cost of disability and employment and training. Um, and for family members, there was a lot of information came through in the survey around the lack of access to services for their children or for their adult loved one inclusive education and a lot of challenges in that space, and again, the cost of disability itself. So a lot coming out strong and clear from our budget survey. Um, And I suppose Ireland, back in 2018, we finally did a wonderful thing, which was to sign up to the United Nations Convention on the Rights of People with Disabilities. And that sets out really clearly our state's obligations around people's human rights. And unfortunately, in 2023, while some progress has been made, and there's no doubt about that. There are still people um, across the country who do not have their rights upheld across housing, education and health.
0: And you will be well aware, Dervil, that we have fantastic champions of more inclusiveness for uh, people living with disability. Vivian Rath instantly comes to mind. I'm not quite sure if Vivian is is listening to us this morning, but he certainly is a real champion for people living with disability. Uh, What initiatives or programmes does your group undertake to promote disability inclusion then? Because I'd like to look find out what you're you're putting forward by way of budget submission as well.
1: Sure, and I suppose if we start from childhood, there's two main issues that we see. One is access to services for children um, and we We ran another survey last year and we gathered the voice of over a thousand parents about their experience of accessing children's disability services. That includes speech and language therapy, occupational therapy, physiotherapy, etc. And we found um, that people have been waiting for years to access any kind of intervention or support. So there are children with intellectual disabilities who are aging out of early intervention, and we know that those early years are so important for children in terms of their development and the support that they and their families need. So that's a huge ask this year. We want to see a really strong funding of a workforce planning strategy because what's happening with those children's disability teams is that up to one-third of them are vacant so we have therapists who are leaving the services who are going to work abroad for a whole range of issues and we want to see government taking that really seriously and investing in a workforce planning strategy to attract therapists to stay working in the area build up those teams and to give those children in their early years a fighting chance of accessing services and right. support so that's one key ask around children the second piece is around education And um, so what we found in our survey this year whilst the vast majority of children have a place in in a school, in a school and that has definitely improved a little bit from last year because last summer was the summer of the lack of school places for children Now that is still the case now, there are still some children waiting for a school place but it is less critical than it was last year. However what we found in our survey that there were other things happening for children um, that were denying them the rights of a proper education experience. So for example, many of the respondents to our survey talked about travelling for an hour and a half with their child every morning to access schools so they're driving past all of their local schools and going to a school elsewhere because there isn't a school um, ready, willing or able to accommodate them in their locality and this is happening to families across the country so you have children, you might have three children in a household, we, I just spoke to a mum about this last week two of the children don't have disabilities and go to the local school with everybody else, their peers, their children in the estate and the third child because they happen to be disabled have to get into a taxi every morning and travel for an hour and a half to go to school so we really need to take a long deep look at that and look at inclusive education and again we know these issues cannot be solved overnight you have to be in advocacy willing to I suppose work within that and so what we're asking for is a 10 year inclusive education plan from government where they would incrementally work towards the time when all children go to school together.
0: And you're also asking for an increase to the disability allowance and money comes into play and you can expect it to come into play in situations like this, what are you calling for financially?
1: It absolutely does come into play. And over 50% of the adults that responded to our survey, adults with an intellectual disability, they, they have trouble paying their bills every week and every month. Um, that's the reality for disabled people across the country, people living well below the poverty line. So we've asked for an increase in the disability allowance up to €291 euro, right. um, from the, the base rate of €220 euro, to recognise that people face additional costs. But we're also asking, on top of that, Government themselves published a report, an Indican report, almost two years ago at this stage, which spells out just by having a disability in Ireland, there are additional costs that you face, whether that's costs around medicine, around transport, um, just around a technology that you might need to live uh, an included life. So people face those costs and it's up to 13,000 euro extra a year just by being disabled, so we've called for governments to acknowledge that. Now, last year, Minister Michael McGrath publicly said and recognised that additional cost that disabled people face. So that was a positive, and he put in place a once-off measure of an additional five hundred euro for disabled people. However, even though that once-off measure was welcomed, it does not go far enough to tackle the systemic barriers that people face and the poverty that people are living in. So we want to see a mechanism. For an ongoing cost of disability payment to recognise and value disabled people and to recognise those additional costs that are faced every day of the week.
0: Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.
1: Chat, news, and your views.